Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome sports fans, my name is Jake Iziski, you can call me Jake Iggy or Iggy for short, this is Iggy Sports Talk. So, it's another episode, it's another day, where there is no major sports or anything really competitive going on in the world at the moment. It's very sort of weird, and it's kind of made this quarantine over these last two months kind of feel like a dream. You could call it maybe a nightmare for people in New England after, you know, the Patriots season just completely blew up. And I'm located in New England, so the, in my opinion, the only thing that was really very apparent or, I guess, exciting in any aspect uh, of sports is that Tom Brady left. I, I wouldn't describe it as exciting, obviously, but it was something that really just put some sort of purpose, I guess, and what I was doing each day. You know, during this quarantine, I haven't really spoken on this on this podcast, but I've been working at Dunkin' Donuts and I work there four to five times a week. You know, it's been very interesting during this quarantine to see how people sort of interact with me and, you know, go about their days. And if, you know, they're coming through the drive through with a face mask, you know, if they have a smile on their face or not, it's it's been very interesting to see how people's attitudes have changed over these last two months and how, you know, people have been a lot more generous. People have been a lot more aware, aware of, you know, their attitudes, how they've been treating other people, because this is a moment in our country and in our world where everybody's struggling. You know, you, you sort of really think about how some people can really sort of be selfish sometimes and, and think, oh, this is happening to me. Oh, why is this happening to me? Why did I lose my job? You know, why why did I lose this internship? Why did I, you know, have to do a virtual graduation? Well, you know, it's it's happening to everybody. Everybody is going to have to make sacrifices. Everybody is getting disappointed left and right on what is happening from this quarantine. And we usually look at, at least for me myself as, as a huge sports fan, I look to sports to help me relieve my stresses, to help me, you know, sort of forget about the bad parts of my day or the things that give me anxiety. And really being able to root for a team, to root for a player, you know, to really get excited about a moment. It doesn't even matter if, if your team loses that night or not. It's just you being able to focus on something else other than all the stresses and the, and the things that give you anxiety throughout your days and throughout your weeks. And it's something that is very interesting because just last week I went onto YouTube and looked up the Korean Baseball League and watched one of their games on stream and it it was it was the first time I'm I'm trying to remember when's the last time I watched something competitive but uh you know I somebody threw a strike and I was like yeah let's go woo oh my god he threw a strike and uh you know it was just being able to have that sort of fire again that competitive fire in 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 my chest to where I'm able to root for something you know when when I I saw a home run again uh and you know it, it felt live I was like wow that's to have that feeling of uh of sports again uh, f- felt really nice and it's it's very uplifting and uh you know exciting that these different leagues are starting to talk about plans on coming back you know, we, we saw the NHL came out with a plan to come back and they would, 
you know, end the regular season and just start in the playoffs. That's very exciting in my opinion. The NBA starting to think about coming back, but you know, the one league that should be back in my opinion, but isn't, and the only aspect other than safety, obviously, because all, all of the leagues are trying to think about the safety of not only their players, but the coaches and everybody who is involved in putting on these events and these games. But money has been the biggest roadblock in Major League Baseball starting up again. Not a lot of people realize this or, you know, obviously people who are very close to baseball and, uh, you know, look very close at what is happening with their teams. But it's almost been two months that the season should have been going on. You know what I mean? It's, it's very nuts to really think that baseball should have started at the end of March, you know, the start of April. And now the date right now is May 29th. We're two days away from June and there has not been a baseball game played other than Korea. It's, it's very sad and it's unfortunate, obviously. And with everything that happened with the pandemic and the safety implications, that all goes into it. But money has been the biggest roadblock, like I said, to why Major League Baseball is not being played right now. And there was a meeting this past Tuesday between the Players Association and Major League Baseball owners about how the season would go on. And it wasn't about safety. It wasn't about how we're able to safely social distance, like, how are we going to be able to keep our players, coaches, and everybody safe? No. It was about money. It was about how much money that the owners would revenue share with the players so then the players could get a fair amount. It's all about money. It's crazy to me. And it's something where when you really just look at the stats, if there is no season in 2020 for Major League Baseball, owners will lose $4 billion dollars. And what will the players get? Zippo. Nothing. Zero. And you're getting all upset about how much you're going to be making. And, and let's say like a guy like Blake Snell who spoke out and everybody was like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Are you like, it makes sense sort of where he was coming from. But when you look at a guy like Blake Snell making these comments like, if I'm going to play, I should be getting the money I signed to be getting paid. I should not have to be getting half of what I'm getting paid because the season is being cut in half. Excuse me? Uh, I think you should, in my opinion. And you're really complaining about you not getting your full amount of $7.5 million and what? You're going to be getting four? Four million dollars. When people all around this country, left and right, are losing their jobs. Their families are struggling. You know, the unknown is insane. And what? You're getting all upset because you're not making $4 million? When these people, just normal Americans, are trying to survive with $30,000, dollars $50,000 just off unemployment checks. It's, it's really mind-boggling to me and it's crazy. And obviously it makes sense. You signed a contract. You should be getting paid the amount that you're supposed to. But when you think about also how much the owners are having to sacrifice, obviously everybody's going to make the assumption that, not even the assumption, I mean it's true that these owners have millions and billions of dollars, but the amount that they are losing from this season 
with no fans in the stadium, with no concessions, with none of the other added, you know, revenue, uh, renov, I, I am having a very hard time saying that word today, but the other, the other sort of generating activities around the stadium and the events that bring in millions of dollars to help pay these players. It's something where they're just looking at, in my opinion, the plain view of what is actually happening. And it makes sense. You know, the proposal that came out on Tuesday on why the players were so upset is that highest players would be getting the biggest cuts and the lowest paid players would be actually staying the same. And I had a conversation with Danny Vietti, who is a MLB writer, uh, a few days ago. And we sort of just talked about sort of what could be happening to each of these players, how much they could actually be getting paid, and really if he agrees with it and, and if it's right or not. And it's very interesting because when you look at a guy like Mike Trout, who's supposed to be making $35 million a year, he would still be getting 8 to $7.5 million. Eight to seven point five. That's a that's that's a good amount of money. Obviously, it's not your thirty. Uh, you know what I mean. Obviously, it's you're going to have to make changes on 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 if your family or you are going to be going to the Bahamas or are go, or you're going to buy another house or if you're going to buy another car. But in my opinion, it's not really something to stress about. Uh, obviously, I don't have millions and millions of dollars that are being put at risk at this moment in time. But I'm I'm solely and only thinking about the people who don't have that kind of money, the people who are struggling, the people who are losing their jobs, people who are losing their savings accounts. You know, it's it's something where I, I think about a conversation that um, I had with somebody who was supposed to be retiring and they lost a third of their savings, a third and now they can't retire until they're like 70 or 80 years old. That's a life-changing situation. It's not when, you know, sort of what, what Blake Snell was talking about. Oh, you're going to have to sacrifice $3 million. $3 million. When if you take away, what is it? It's like uh, there's there's six zeros in a million. There's four and a thousand. Sorry, to do the math there for a sec. But when you take away like two or three zeros right there, bam then you're just right back to a normal person. Like these people were normal people at one one point in time. And it's something where it's crazy to where this money can really add to how big their head is and really just blinds them to all the other people that are in this country that are making as much as they are. It it really makes no sense to me, but it's crazy when on May 26th, the Oakland A's inform their minor league players that they would not continue paying them $400 a week. $400. Are you, are you serious right now? I have friends that are working at grocery stores or that are just filing for unemployment and not going back to their jobs because they're making 600 to $700 each week. So when you think about that, that's crazy. That somebody 21, even somebody who is is younger than that, is making $200 more a week for just sitting on their butt and just 
relaxing playing video games. Very crazy to me. When, you know, you look up to these minor league players and your dream as a kid as playing baseball is to get drafted, be in the majors. But the amount of sacrifice that you have to put into being able to get to that dream. And in my opinion, the disrespect that Major League Baseball has put on these minor league players is insane. And it's something where you look at a tweet by Jeff Passan where he said, just do some rough math. There, Let's say that there are 200 players in a minor league system. Paying them each $400 a week for July and August is $5,200 per player. And to pay each minor leaguer would cost the Oakland A's a hair, or I'm sorry, not I said each. I mean, to pay every minor league player, it would cost the Oakland A's a hair over a million dollars. The owner, John Fisher, is worth $2 billion. Now, something that Danny brought up, Danny Vietti, the, the guy that I brought up earlier in the podcast, and somebody that I had a conversation with a few days ago, and if you have not yet listened to that episode, it's very interesting. We touch more on this uh, minor league, uh, you know, disrespect that has been going on over the last few years, and sort of how devastating it is to see what is happening to these players. He brought up that obviously the amount that people are estimated to be worth isn't what they actually have in their pocket or that they have in their bank account, but it's something where you look at how much money that they would actually be dishing out and you look at the numbers and I have the stats right here. It, it turned, uh, with the termination of all those players, it would approximately cost them $1.3 million to pay out those players. That's crazy. $1.3 million. You, you, can't, you can't shed that out. You can't give that to those minor league players who have families that have nothing else but to play major league, or I'm sorry, to play minor league baseball. Because if you really think about these players, I'm not trying to discount their worth. I'm not trying to discount their value. It's just a lot of these players, once they're drafted, baseball is all they have. Baseball is all they do. You know, it's not like that they have side gigs. It's not like that, oh, since I got released from this team, you know, I can I, I have this great opportunity that's going to pay me the amount of salary to help support my family. No. It's something where a lot of these players get drafted out of high school and don't have a college degree and don't have something that they can fall back on. It's a very scary and sad reality for these minor league players right now. And it's something where you read the statement that John Fisher, the owner of the Oakland A's, put out to the fans. He kept on using the word family. And one of the Class A pitchers, his name is uh, his name is Aiden McInter. I, I think that's how you say his name. But he said, it's very hard to preach family and then not act like it when times are difficult. And then when you hear... Jason Krizan, who is a AAA outfielder, he says, it hurts to see the Marlins continue to play their, pay their players when they made the least in baseball last year. And just thinking about the conversation that I had with Danny a few days ago, he said a quote that, you know, just really resonated with me and, and you know, goes perfectly with this whole conversation of, I can guarantee you 100% of these owners have enough money to pay their minor leaguers till the end of the season. 
And it's very nuts to think that a lot of these released players, their careers could be, bam, over. Just done. These dreams that they have had since they started playing t-ball at the age of seven, just gone. And it's very upsetting to obviously hear all these major leaguers, you know, crying poor, saying, why would I want to risk my life when I'm not making tens of 20 millions of dollars when these minor league players don't have a job? You know, at least these major league players have a job. You know, I'm not trying to compare it to a lot of these other people that are losing their jobs left and right during due to this pandemic. But a lot of these people that are getting laid off, that are, you know, getting their salaries cut just in regular jobs in America, you know, have things that they can fall back on, have a degree, have hobbies around them, have connections around them that of, of people that are able to get them jobs. Like I said before, a lot of these minor leaguers don't don't have that luxury. You know what I mean? They may have connections of people who will be able to get them jobs and that sort of stuff, but they're probably in baseball. Baseball's hurting right now. So it's not like that they're going to, that all these minor league players are going to find an opportunity like that. And you could probably see a lot of these players, you know, struggling to make ends meet, you know, struggling to help their family, support their family. And it's a very sad reality. And it's something where owners can't just sacrifice a million dollars. I mean, a lot of these players, you know, plan, obviously, to not get paid over over the off season and you know that completely makes sense but when your entire plan or um schedule gets flips upside down it's it's very crazy and when you really think of what major league baseball has been trying to do over the past year year and a half with just minor league baseball in general they planned on cutting a quarter of the minor league teams just poof out of nowhere just gone and think about how many less opportunities these players are going to have you know you could really think of a lot of these different players that weren't looked at as touted high prospects these guys who Really, these franchises didn't really see making a huge difference. But when you really think of some of the players that have made a huge impact in the last few years that were unknowns, you might be seeing a lot of those players that could have turned into those people who could make a huge impact on the major league team who didn't have a lot of high expectations going through the minor league system, just have no jobs get no opportunities because there is no opportunities there. It's very sad. And when you look at how much money minor league players uh, were said to have been making in April and May, it's $400. But a lot of them, you know, got their, got their wages cut more than 80% just because of the canceled games and the amount of money lost from major league baseball from this pandemic. And it's very unfortunate, and it's something where you look at a, what a guy like Robert Murray, who's an MLB insider, said. He said, you expect most teams to make minor league cuts in coming days. 
said one agent, 40 players for, per team just got whacked so the club could save $50,000 a month. This is the equivalent to trying to save money by cutting out your daily Starbucks trip, but still driving an X5 that you can't afford. It's very, it's very mind-boggling to really put it in that perspective and to really sort of think about that $50,000 is what these owners are sacrificing and they're deciding to not pay them anything and put these players out on the streets and with with just their lives flipped upside down. It's it's very sad to me. And then when you just look at the minimum salaries uh I'm sorry. So the minimum salaries were supposed to slightly increase in 2001. Right, 2001. What Jake, what year are we in? I think we're in 2020. So I'm sorry, 2021. And most AAA players would only make a rate of $14,000 over the 5 months. $14,000. You can't even live on that. That's that is crazy. And like I said, think about some of these minor league players that have families, that have kids. They have all these added expenses due to this pandemic. It's it's very it's very sad and devastating to really even think about deeply. Luckily though, there is a few teams that are still paying their players. So the two teams that have released the most amount of players are the Mariners and the Orioles. Mariners released more than 50, 50 minor league players. The Orioles at 37. And some teams are pledging to pay their players until the end of the 2020. And luckily, the Mariners are one of, that, one of those teams. So even though they released some of the most minor league players in the major leagues... They're still planning planning on paying them until August. In my opinion, that's 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 silver lining in that headline. And then when you look at a few teams like the Mets, the Rays, the Brewers, and the Cardinals, they're all extending the four hundred dollar weekly stipend to the end of June. And hopefully, I really hope that they'll, you know, follow along with some of the other teams that are planning on paying them till the end of the twenty twenty season. Because in my opinion, I think that's right. I think that. These players signed a contract to be paid up until the end of the season. So that team should, you know, counter with that and really follow through with that agreement. And you could make the point that even though these players got released, you know, they shouldn't still be, be getting paid. But it's a tough time in this country right now. It's a tough time in sports. And... You really just got to be thinking about not only the money aspect of all these different things. Really start thinking about the humans. These are people. These baseball players just aren't, you know what I mean? They're they're just not. People usually look at sports players as godly figures, as, as people who, you know, aren't like regular people. But you can make that statement for major leaguers who are making millions upon millions of dollars. But these minor league players that are getting $400 a week, I, I make that much at Dunkin' Donuts. Like, each each of you probably make that on a weekly basis at your regular job. And so, they're just in the same position as we are. But, they just play baseball for a living. And then when you hear a guy like Chris uh, Betts, who plays for the Rays, he said, this money right now, especially for the guys who aren't as well off, this is a huge deal. He said, I'm beyond excited about it. 
and I'm honestly just more stoked and proud that the organization that I play for took this route more than anything. Because something that Danny and I really talked about on, on the podcast a few days ago is if you're going to be cutting this this money, and if you are going to be taking this money out of these players' hands and really just putting them on the streets in, in, in a really bad situation, why would they want to come back and you know fight for your team? Other than, and this is the point that I made, other than just fighting for their own careers. You know what I mean? For their own relevancy, for their, for, for their own sake. But why are you going to care about a team if they're going to be, you know, making those kinds of decisions and really just showing that they do not care about you? It's very sad. And so a few other teams that are planning on doing this is... I guess eight teams have said that they're going to pay their minor league players through at least June. And somebody who really stepped up is David Price. And as I said at the start of the podcast, and I don't know if a lot of these listeners know this, but I'm from New England. So, boy, do I have a big opinion on David Price. <laughs> Obviously, he helped the Red Sox in the 2018 World Series. And that he, he really, I really gained a lot of respect for him after that. Obviously, for how much the Red Sox are paying him with $30 million, you know, it was something where his play really didn't align with his performance, and I just didn't see the value there. And so, as a frustrated Red Sox fan, I didn't like David Price too much. So, when they trade him to the Dodgers, I was ecstatic. I'm like, oh, thank God we finally got him off of our payroll. But when you just really look at David Price as a person, he did something that the only other player that I've heard has done it is Sinsu Chu. But he stepped up and he pledged $1,000 to each non-40-man roster minor leaguer in the Dodgers system. That's huge. That is huge. And it's something where he's using his salary, his insane salary, to help other people. And in my opinion, that is huge. And it's something that really needs to be applauded. And I think it'd be really neat if, you know, each person of each franchise who is getting paid the most amount of money in each franchise should step up and do something very similar to that. I'm not saying that each of them should give $1,000, but maybe a few players could pool around a good amount of money and be able to help out these minor leaguers uh, because they're all in this together. You know what I mean? They all play for the same purpose, for the love of the game, for the love of baseball, and for the dream to really be able to go to the major leagues and live this incredible life that they've dreamed from, that they've been dreamed of doing since they started T-ball. You know what I mean? And it's something where you really just look at how short in the amateur draft is now, just going from five rounds to where it was 40, think about how much less of an opportunity that these kids trying to get into the league have. As I said before, there's going to be a lot more limited opportunities just because of the amount of minor league teams that are just being poof, gone. They're, they're just being uh, put away with because the Major League Baseball doesn't want as many minor league teams and to have to pay as much money for each team. And it's something where it's it's very unfortunate for 
all these different kids that are trying to get into the league and are trying to make their dreams really happen. And I, I hope that something can come good can come out of this and that Major League Baseball can really learn from this situation and how and how upset everybody is at it. Because uh, I think that every person coming from every kid coming from high school, college should get the opportunity. Uh, and when you when you shorten an amateur draft that much, it's crazy. Like that's detrimental to to the future of the sport, to the talent that could be coming into the league. I mean, when you see a lot of these guys that got drafted in the tenth, fifteenth, twentieth round who are making a name for themselves now in the major leagues, it's it's very eye-opening to what could be turned out from the devastation and the shortening of opportunities uh, for these players trying to get into the league. And so the point of this entire podcast uh, was just from seeing all the different reports of all these minor league players, you know, being taken job away from them it just really saddened me and devastated me it's something that i wanted to speak upon and it's something that i wanted to educate each of you on what is really happening uh in major league baseball and just really putting yourself in these minor league players shoes to really what is happening because in my opinion their stories are being silenced they're not being talked about as much as they should and it's something that not only Major League Baseball, but I think that uh, people in sports and people who follow the game very closely uh, really need to be aware of the devastation that and the disrespect that these minor league players have been dealing with over these last... You, you, you could even say not even this last year, these last 5 to 10, 15, 20 years. It's very sad. And so if you want to learn more about all this stuff that has been really going on with minor league players over these last few decades... And an organization that has really tried to step up to really raise awareness for what has been going on uh, with minor league players, go over to www.advocatesforminorleaguers.com. It's very interesting, and you can go over either donate or or just raise awareness for the whole cause of it of not only trying to get minor league players paid more, but uh, you know giving them more opportunities, giving them uh, b- better living conditions, and it's, it's, it's something that, I, in my opinion, really needs to be uh, thought about more in Major League Baseball and talked about more. And I really hope that everything that has been coming out over these last few days and all the awareness that has really been being put on the minor league players getting put put out on the streets without a job, it's, it's something that I really hope change can really, can really start to happen. Uh, but I hope you guys really did enjoy this podcast. I hope each of you learned a little bit and were able to, you know, take something out of this and really put yourself, like I said, in these minor leaguer shoes, uh, because it's something that, in my opinion, is very sad. So go over to my Instagram. I'm going to be talking about this a lot more. It's Iggy's Sports Talk. Uh, also go over to my Twitter. I also post a lot of stuff on there as well about the different sports topics that are coming out. I hope everybody is enjoying this sunny weather. Now it's finally kind of summer because for me, at least, I'm done with school. I don't know if a lot of you guys who are listening to this podcast right now are done with school. Uh, But it's nice to have the 80 degree, kind of 90 degree summer weather going on. So go outside, enjoy it, 
be safe though wear a mask uh, because the second wave could be coming but enjoy yourself and hopefully sports will come back on again soon uh, and I'll be I'll be talking about it here so I hope everybody has a great rest of their day great rest of your week and I will talk to you guys next time bye thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube